Hello, and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Cody sat down to talk about The Great Mouse Detective. I am so excited to have Cody Flood on my podcast today. How are you doing? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm good. Just chilling today because I don't have to work. Um, I'm Cody. I am an advisor at Cameron University. I uh, am married to a big man. <laughs> She's um, also a dog mom. I also have a dog. Her name is Helga, named after Helga Hufflepuff. She's pretty cool. Um, I really like Disney movies. I am going to Disney in November, so that's going to be fun. Yes. I'm really excited about that, except we're taking a three-month-old, my niece. I'm really nervous how that's going to work out. Just lots of breaks, and maybe, like, they can take breaks, and you do your, like, y'all go and do your own thing, you and Ryan. That'd be cool. Yeah. But, yeah, just gonna do my thing and enjoy Disney. And Star Wars is gonna be open. Or it is open now. It is. Tell me why you picked your movie, and what your movie is. So, I picked The Great Mouse Detective, mainly because I was sitting there trying to think of a movie that I really liked growing up, and there were so many. But this one was one that I watched all the time. In fact, my mother hates it because I made her watch it so often. So I picked that one because I was like, this is kind of a staple for when I was a little kid. I'd never seen it. Um, How about you go ahead and tell us uh, the storyline? What's the overview? What happens? So essentially it starts off with a toy maker and his little girl. And he's made a, a ballerina for it's like her birthday or something. I don't remember. He, while they're spending quality time together this uh, bat shows up and kidnaps the father so you move on and the little girl goes to basil of baker street or tries to get to basil of baker street she gets lost um, meets dr dawson and then they go to baker or basil of baker street and she asks him to find her father and it's pretty much how basil tries to find the professor from Radigan, the evil mouse that wants to take over the mousedom, and how they try to solve the case. It's very Sherlock Holmesy. Mm-hmm. The thing that Cody didn't mention is that the bat is really creepy. It has a peg leg. It's not that. I mean, when its face comes shooting out the window, that's creepy. But yes. the the bat itself is kind of a moron. So you can't really be creeped out by a moron. Uh, just Is it the peg leg that creeps you out? No, it's just like the whole package minus his, like, when he's doing things, he's very scary. But, like, when he's talking, he's not scary. I mean, when he talks to himself, I mean, there's a part where he's reading a list and he just reads it over and over again. <laughs> he's kind of a moron. Uh, so what did you forget before you watched it again? Uh, well, I forgot, so... Growing up, I've always said, um, elementary, my dear Dawson, and everyone's always told me I was wrong, that it's Watson. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not, it's Dawson. Because in my mind, somewhere subconsciously, I was quoting this movie, movie. not Sherlock Holmes. So I forgot about that until I rewatched it, and I was like, that's where it came from. I also forgot there's a weird bar scene. Yeah, yeah. That one totally flaked out of my mind. The weird burlesque kind of type mouse singing, which 
it was very strange. I forget. In a G-rated movie. In a G-rated movie. She was, she was singing and flashing some leg. It was very interesting, and I forgot all about that part. Talking about some things that we noticed. I noticed there was a Dumbo toy box. Did you notice that? I, I thought that was cool. I did. I was sitting there, and I've learned as you get older and realize Disney puts in Easter eggs all over mm-hmm. the place. I, I guess, let me use the word again, subconsciously watch for those things so mm-hmm. yep I saw Dumbo and I was like oh look at that yeah I um I don't notice it as much in the regular Disney movies as much as I notice it in Pixar films and so I just wasn't expecting that at all also I didn't know like when this movie even came out let's see I think it's like 89 or something okay so and I don't know when Dumbo came out either so I don't know why I feel like I should know when it came out I think to know Dumbo came out anything. in like 60 something okay it was a long time ago so, I thought that was interesting. Um, I felt like when there was the fight at the end happening on the clock, it felt very Beauty and the Beast-like. Like, how he falls, and mm-hmm. I don't know, with the storm. Mm-hmm. It just felt very Beauty and the Beast-like. And well, so, while I was watching it with my husband, uh, I said, Huh, this reminds me of Beauty and the Beast. And he laughed, and he said yes, and then yes, when the one person falls. No spoilers. Uh, we... <laughs> My whole, uh, people know they should, they should watch the movie before they listen to the podcast. But we, uh, uh, we thought it was very Beauty and the Beast-esque, but then I thought, well, technically this one came first, so mm. Beauty and the Beast is more the Great Mouse Detective-esque, <laughs> even though this one is kind of have a cult following rather than the big following yeah. that Beauty and the Beast has, so. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts about the movie? I think it's underrated. I think people should sit down and watch it. If you have a little kid, the bat does scare little kids. And Radigan kind of scares little kids. Yeah. but Oh, that was another thing I was going to say. I was struck by, you know, there's alcohol and there's cigarettes in this movie, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird mm-hmm. for a kid's movie. Because a big part of Professor Radigan's character is that he smokes. Mm-hmm. At least to me, because he's got the, yeah. the wand. Like, well, there's also the lust. Last. Yeah. I mean, if you look when... Dr. Dawson is in the bar scene. There's lust. There's greed because of Radigan. Yeah. I bet you if I looked through it, you could probably find a lot, a of, lot of the deadly sins. <laughs> yeah. Wrath. Um, Radigan and Basil's relationship. And there, um, you can always think envy because anytime someone outwits Basil, it's like Sherlock Holmes. He just, it it, it irks him. Yeah. It gets, he gets jealous of the person that outwitted him. So I bet you could figure out. You could find it somewhere. Yeah. It's just things that, like, you don't really see in kid- You don't see people smoking, really, on TV at all. Much less in a kid's movie. And so... And definitely not in a cartoon. Right. So, I just I just thought that was interesting. Maybe that was their way of portraying that he was evil. Yeah. I mean, Cruella has the same little thing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about the characters. Mm-hmm. So, we've got Olivia, who's the little baby mouse... Basil of Baker Street, Dr. Dawson, Professor Radigan, Hiram Flaversham, which is the dad, and then Fidget is the name of the creepy bat that we keep mm-hmm. referencing. Yeah. So, who is your favorite? Or who are your favorites? I, if you, have to I, I, you know, it's hard for me to pick. You really love Dr. Dawson, and I think that's your favorite, too. Mm-hmm. Just because he's so caring, and he wants to help everybody, and he just has a huge heart. And then... But for me, Fidget 
he's such a moron. It just makes me giggle. And I, when I was little, I remember just thinking the bat was so funny. Um, <laughs> Where and, everyone else is like, this is very yes, creepy. Yes. And, and maybe also, this is a random Cody trivia, but my father, when, that, when I watched this movie, my father studied bats. So oh. I wasn't scared of bats like a normal person <laughs> yeah. is. I just, I, I had been raised around bats. And so maybe that was also a thing that I was just like, bats aren't scary and this yeah. one's just kind of a moron <laughs> um but but i also as much as basil is arrogant and a know-it-all and at one point you want to shake him I, I i do like him he he works hard and he is very passionate about it and you can see that he changes a little bit he opens up his heart a little bit mm-hmm because at first he's not even going to give the little girl the time of day until he f- figures out that she's tied to Radigan. Yeah. yeah, he's so overcome by this need to defeat Radigan that he just kind of blows her off. And then when she mentions Fidget, he's like real excited. So yeah, that's kind of turd-like of him yeah. to do. He even has like that a giant portrait of Radigan. I thought that was weird in his house. So when I was little, I always thought that maybe Radigan was his professor and his mentor and he looked up to him. And then when he realized he was evil, that's, but he kept that picture up to remind him that that guy was evil. But as I, when I watched it the other day, I was like, no, he's just obsessed with this rat. So it's like, I don't think I have any pictures of my arch nemesis, like giant in my house. I don't really have an arch nemesis, but I if I did, I don't think I would. I would picture my husband. <laughs> he can be my arch nemesis sometimes. But, oh. but not consistently. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, Dr. Dawson is my favorite just because he's kind of like the caring, like, grandpa-ish figure mm-hmm. for Olivia because I just feel really bad for her. Like, yeah. first off, her dad throws her in a cabinet and he was she, protecting her. I, I know, but that's still kind of aggressive. And traumatic. <laughs> yeah, and then she comes out and, like, her dad's shop is completely destroyed and her dad is gone. And so, like, he's just there trying to, like, take care of you. Yeah. So, we talked about how, like, this is very Sherlock Holmesy. so that's a lot of characters that are, like, they remind of remind us of Sherlock Holmes and Watson and I think that was the point I yeah. don't think I don't think it was like oh wait a minute this is kind of like Sherlock Holmes but uh well if I now I feel like I'm gonna say something that's real dumb I think actually Sherlock Holmes office is on Baker Street yes it is in the book and everything yeah, yeah. so I mean <laughs> they weren't being too clever if they were trying to be yeah, different yeah so. yeah yeah so any other characters that you're reminded of when you watch this movie? I, uh, we haven't mentioned her, but I really liked the queen. Oh, yeah, I liked her too. I, I mean, she, she's a very small part, um, but the queen, her big jubilee, she, she, I don't know, she was funny to me. I know she wasn't played by Angela Lansbury, but okay. that's who I always imagined, so when I listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds like Mrs. Potts. And I pulled up the IMDb and I was like, oh, this is an Angela Lansbury. That's weird. She, But she does sound a lot like her. But yeah, I do like the queen a little bit. She's kind of sassy in her own way. 
But um, the dad and the daughter reminded me of me and my father. Except my dad would have never been taken by a bat. <laughs> He'd have beaten the bat off, but uh, it would take more than one bat, also. To... Yes, yes, it would have, and he wouldn't have thrown me in a cabinet. He'd have given me a shovel and told me to swing away. So, but I, I their relationship reminded me of me and my father when I was a little girl. Yeah, and now still. Good. What is your favorite quote from this movie? And so, and this will segue into. What's one you use frequently? So, there's two of them that after I watched, I laughed really loud. Um, one of them is the uh, elementary My Dear Dawson, because I remembered that I do use that frequently. In fact, Ryan, my husband, he uh, went, I've always wondered why you said it wrong. <laughs> and I was like, it was this movie. Um, and then the other one that when I was little, I would say, is anytime I like stubbed my toe or whatever, I would go, my foot. My only foot, because Fidget says that at some yeah, point. Is. And when I was little, I thought it was the funniest line. I was so clever. Um, and so I would say, I would go, oh, my foot, my only foot. And um, so, yeah, that was Except definitely. you had two feet. I did. I did. So it's probably not politically correct. But um, that would be mine. And then also, there's a part where at the very beginning where Basil, I'm sorry, Basil is talking about Radigan and he says the name Radigan. And I have found myself saying, anytime I get like frustrated, I want to say like rats, I'll go Radigan. <laughs> so I do use so Basil. You really do love this movie. I do. And it, it wasn't until I rewatched it that I was like, oh my gosh, That's this, where is, this comes from. This is all of it. Um, I sing the Radigan song a lot. I didn't know the words, but I sang the tune, and I knew the Radigan part. Um, but, I, yeah, there's actually quite a bit in this movie that I like and keep with me because I've watched it so much, apparently. That is so funny. Okay, just because this movie is so obscure, that I is why I find it funny. At least to me, it's an obscure movie. It is. And so I just think that's really funny. Okay, um, we can talk about sequels. Um, there isn't a sequel... I, w I looked on IMDb last no. night. Would you want one if there isn't one? I kind of... Because you love this movie so much. I wouldn't mind them revisiting. I kind of assumed that their idea was if the movie went well, they would do like a TV series. Like and on like, Disney Channel. Like on Disney Channel. Like, you know, the mini... Little Mermaid had a yeah. TV. Like, okay. Tangled has one. Yeah, every episode would have been a case that mm -hmm. Dawson and um, Basil fixed. But I probably wouldn't want that because I wouldn't watch it. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel. Maybe something um, towards the end of their career. They have this big arch nemesis that has come back again. Maybe not Radigan because, well, he gestoned it. But um, <laughs> we could definitely them going to retire. And that'd be kind of cool. Have one last yeah. hurrah. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think that would be a great way. Um, so as far as remakes books, there, it hasn't been remade, but it is based on the Basil of Baker Street, uh, book series by Eve Titus and Paul Galdone. This is off of Goodreads. Uh, Basil of Baker Street is a series of children's novels written by Eve Titus and illustrated by Paul Galdone. The stories focus on, wait, you say his name different. It's not Basil? Like the no, it's Basil. Basil, sorry. Basil of Baker Street. And his personal biographer, Dr. David Q. Dawson. 
Together, they solved the many crimes and cases of the mouse world. So it's a little different uh, from the movie in that, like, Dr. Dawson is actually his personal biographer. He's not just this doctor that they meet and they become friends. Yeah, no, it's... I've never actually read the books. I'm kind of interested to find them if I can. But that way, I'd like to read them and see kind of how it works out. Because I'm sure there's more stories than just Rattigan in that. So that'd be cool, too. Right. Okay, what was your favorite moment? Oh. I can share mine while you're thinking. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Um, I liked at the end when Olivia was saying bye to Basil and she says, I'll never forget you. Hmm. I just think that's super sweet. Yeah. I like that moment. I was also kind of glad it was over because I did not love this movie. <laughs> it's okay. It's why, it's why it's an obscure movie. Not many people <laughs> actually have seen it. Or if they saw it, they saw it when they were little and the bat creeped them out, so they ran away from it. So I think <laughs> I was kind of excited. Like, I liked that mo- moment because it was tender, but it also was a signal um, buying, like, it's almost over. Um, I have a couple favorite movies uh, moments. I do like, at the end, when Dawson is about to leave and Basil is standing there and he can't come out and just say, hey, you're. I want you to stay here. I want you to live with us. I want you to work with me. Um, until the mouse shows up and needs help and then he mentions well he is my associate he's gonna yeah he's he works with me on all my cases i really liked that part um i feel like it gave dawson a a a place to feel like home he just got back from afghanistan Afghanistan, um working as he was a military doctor and so he got back from afghanistan so giving him a place of home and purpose still i think was cool um, I liked the Radigan song when Radigan's being all showboating and all his henchmen are singing this really ridiculous mm-hmm. um, song. I really liked that, except at the end when he brings his cat in. Um, so, you know, Radigan doesn't like to get yeah. called a rat. So that part kind of bothers me at the end when a mouse calls him a rat. But um, I like that. I like the part where the machine that the mm-hmm. Mr. Flaversham has created kind of loses it. Yeah, and, and back talks him. And I back like talks like, Radigan. Yeah. I like that part a lot. I, I thought that one was good as well. Um, I also like the toy store. When Dawson and Basil and Olivia are in the toy store mm-hmm. um, walking around because it's there's some suspense but also some nice kind of humor thrown in it. Yeah. So, except the bat jumps out and people don't like that, but I do like that scene too. Yeah. I also was thinking while you were talking, I really liked when they were like on the mousetrap at the, uh, Basil has basically given up Mm -hmm. and Olivia's fighting to get out of the bottle, which also was a plot hole because like she would have died because there's no air in there. There was no Mm -hmm. air holes in that bottle. Right. So, anyway, she's trying to get out, and she's, like, fighting for her life, and he's just over there, like, giving up, and Dr. Dawson's like, like, we need to try and, like, figure this out. Like, we're running out of time, and he's like, whatever, whatever, and then all of a sudden, he's just like, yeah, this is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and it made me kind of think of the, like, whole setup thing made me think of, did you ever play the game? I think it was called Mouse Mousetrap, Trap. Yes. And so it was kind of mousetrappy in that, like, it had all these things. I remember every time we played mousetrap, like, we would set off the trap, like, just 
like walking around like getting red getting it ready and then the thing would fall that was super annoying but But yes it is very mouse trap e yeah um but yeah um i also found it interesting that dawson didn't feel an urgency like he, he he was he was he was relying so much on Basil to figure it out and figure it out that he was kind of being passive and just kind of sitting there and be like, all right, he's going to figure it out at some point. But then when he realizes the queen's in danger, yeah. his like, I don't know if it was like his military background jumps in, but yeah. he all of a sudden is very much like, Basil, I need you to wake up. I need you to stop being this mopey self and yeah. I need you to figure it out. Yeah. Because I can't. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of cool that all of a sudden Dawson gets this like come to Jesus meeting with Basil. Yeah. Okay, any other thoughts about the movie? Anything else that you noticed, want to talk about? I just really like it. I know it's not a conventional Disney movie. It's kind of creepy and violent for a Disney movie, but um, if you ever want to... I would tell people that you want a random Disney movie to watch, that's a good one to do. Yeah. Um, And it's cheap on Amazon because I think no one really wants watches it because i had to find it because like i said i had never seen it before and i don't i think i only paid like 10 bucks for it maybe less and it was for the blu-ray dvd copy let me look at how much i spent not very much at all i did mean to look this up but there's always there, there's that little amphibian lizard henchman oh yeah and i want to see if that's an easter egg that i just don't know about yeah because why in this whole group of mice in this rat, this one thing? there's this one lizard henchman? I kind of felt like he was a turtle without a shell. Like his face shape to me looked like a turtle. I'm trying to pull this up. Very well could have been. Anyway. Let me look. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon for... Oh, you can rent it for $3. Or you can get the DVD copy with Blu-ray for 10 That's a steal. Yeah. So, if you want to, check it out on Amazon. Because I don't think you'll be able to get it at Target or Walmart. But, anything else? Uh, I think that was everything. I think that is everything. Okay. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Thanks I'm for having me. that you were on. It was very fun. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Princess and Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.